Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes, behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you have to keep listening. Today we're talking about editing with a podcaster who is usually off mic and in the dark, editing the episodes we end up listening. What's their process of making them complete? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story. Hi, my name is Sira. I'm a sound engineer from Thailand. I've been a sound engineer for about 14 years now. Um, I love to make music. I also love to edit podcasts because I like to hear stories from different people from different walks of life. Are you the host and editor of your own show or do you simply edit someone else's show? Currently, I'm editing for Bedside, which is a podcast about sex and relationships. In the past, I've edited for Syrinx, which is uh, gadgets and technology and programming. And I've also edited for many other shows in the past, which uh, has unfortunately suffered from pod fade. But you can go online and have a listen to these two podcasts. I think they're both doing really well. Do you have a background in sound design, journalism, content editing? Like, what's your background? And what got you into podcasting? I started out as a music producer, uh, and I wrote jingles for household brands. You know, having a studio at some point, somebody asks you to edit their podcast. So that's how I got my start in podcast editing. On what software do you edit the podcasts? Is it effective and fast enough for you? I use Reaper and RX9 Advanced to do all of my editing and denoising and whatnot. And I can't recommend both of these anymore. They're just excellent. What kind of podcast formats do you edit most? How long are they? How many guests? How much sound design is involved? Most of the stuff that I get are kind of talk shows where people are just talking with um, one or two guests. There's generally not a whole lot of sound design involved, although occasionally clients will ask for, you know, like an intro or outro to be made or stingers, stuff like that. What is the most challenging episode you edited and why? Tell us what happened. As far as challenging episodes go, and I think this actually comes up all the time as opposed to like, oh, I remember that one that was extra horrible, uh, is when when a guest comes in and they're like, and uh, and um, and like, and I think it's just, you know, cram packed with these fillers. And I, and I get it because I'm not very good at being a guest myself. It's actually quite common that I would I would get these and I would have to try to clean them up in a way that's seamless. And it quickly becomes extremely time-consuming. Take us briefly through what you, as an editor, receive to what you deliver, like an exported complete interview. 
tell us more about your whole editing process. So typically I'll get either a multi-track or just one track with the guest and the speaker all recorded together. So when it comes in, first thing I'll try to do is give it a quick cleanup to make it easier to edit. Because for some things like uh, like room reverb, for example, if you get rid of that first, or you know, sometimes they send in stuff with a lot of low, uh, like low end rumbling. If you get rid of this stuff first, the waveform looks a lot cleaner and it's easier to edit. And also, when you cut between words, if there's no reverb, you can make. Uh, it gives you just a little bit more freedom of what to cut because then the listener doesn't hear the reverb suddenly being cut out. So I'll, I'll you know, give it this first pass clean um, and then I'll edit the episode the best I can, which is, you know, removing uh and ums. Um, I'll also edit for content as well. If, you know, the guest or the host is being kind of repetitive um, or if, or, or if their sentences could be restructured in such a way that it flows better, I'll try to do that as well. Basically, uh, basically I'll just try to get it to, you know, whatever is the best that it can be. And then after that, um, I'll do another pass with effects to try to make everyone sound as great as they can be. And then I will level the audio to make sure that, you know, uh, to make sure that each and every episode has the same loudness. Um, and then I'll throw in the intro and outro and stinger or any ad breaks that the show may have. And then it gets exported and sent back to the client. If you're not the host, do you as an editor have the right to remove content from the interview? Generally, I'll ask my clients first if they're okay with me removing content or if they want everything left in as is. I guess I don't hear as much from the guest, but I just kind of assume that, you know, the guest will be allowed to hear the episode first before it gets released. But mostly I serve the client, which is the host the show and finally share with us some of the tips and tricks that top podcast editors use to make audio sparkle my biggest advice for audio quality is get a good microphone and record in a lossless format like wave be in a room that's quiet and not too you know don't do it in your bathroom enjoy the process and just have fun recording thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show and thank you for sharing your process, challenges, tips, and tricks with us. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. 
Well, with this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.